Can all passengers please ensure that their tables are stowed, windows open, seat in an upright position, seatbelt on, as this CMO combo flight is ready to take off. Destination, big talks about the most important issues facing marketing leaders. In a world where all marketing needs clear measurement, there's a big elephant in the room that needs addressing the state of video measurement. Currently, it's incredibly fractured, but we're not giving up hope. Betsy Reller, VP of Research and Data at media company New York Interconnect, knows what the solution needs to be. That's why she's here to lay down the video measurement gauntlet. Betsy digs deep into the state of video measurement right now, why it can be a problem for CMOs, and what solutions need to be developed by media and MarTech vendors. Hi, Betsy. Welcome to the CMO Convo. How are you doing today? Doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. And very excited about this conversation as well. It's one that's going to be very, very important to CMOs right now, not just now, but in the future as well, because we're talking about video measurement and sort of the landscape around that and where things are going in the future. And of course, measurements can be very important for a lot of CMOs right now with the economy and the way it is. You're going to have to be counting every single dollar and cents in every single part of your activities and video that takes a lot of dollar and cents so you need to be counting that quite effectively uh, but before we get into that betsy maybe you could introduce yourself to our audience and tell us why you you wanted to talk to cmos today on the subject yeah absolutely so uh betsy rella vice president of research and data at new york interconnect uh so my team handles we pretty much support sales primarily at nyi um and nyi is basically a joint venture between altice comcast and charter uh, so we rep their inventory within the New York market for linear and digital. Uh, so my team handles uh, all the sales collateral, attribution reporting, all the campaign reporting, pitching, basically anything with regard to supporting sales for the New York market. Excellent. Excellent. So clearly you're very well placed to be talking about this subject today. Um, unfortunately, quite a lot of our audience might not be as knowledgeable as you. So maybe we should dig into some of like the key terms that we're going to be dealing with today. Sure. Like what, what are some of the terms that people need to be familiar with when it comes to video measurement? Oh my goodness. Well, so video now, I think if we take a step back and we think about what video was and, and what it has evolved to. So in terms of measurement, for many, many years, uh, everything was linear and everybody relied on Nielsen and they had a panel for national, they had panels for local measurement and, and you know, with good and bad, it, it was the industry standard and, and for the most part, it, it was working and it served as a proxy for ad measurement because we were using programs as that proxy. And now everything has, has changed over the years. So video is, is not just linear on your standard television through your pay service, your cable, your satellite service. Now it's you're watching in so many different ways. So you could be watching on different devices, on your laptop, desktop, on your smartphone, on your tablet, on your gaming console. Um, and there's uh, subscription content, there is ad supported content. Uh, you could be watching through your Apple TV, you could be watching through your Roku, um, all these different ways that um, viewing is really fragmented. So it's, it's how you're watching, you know, where you're watching, uh, what device you're watching on. And over the course of these years, while the consumers have, have their behavior has changed and all these different um, ways they can consume have changed, measurement really hasn't kept up from an industry standardization perspective. So 
while there are vendors out there and, and you know, Nielsen is still out there and, and doing what they can um, with measurement, um, with, with the differences going on, um, what's going on now is, is um, people are trying to piece it together themselves in, in various ways. So the good thing is that there's a lot of data sets out there now, so you're not just depending on you know, that one panel to work with. Um, there's set-top box data, there's ACR data, there's first party, third party for, for streaming data, um, but there's no one standard system, platform, approach, methodology that brings it all together. And if I'm a marketer, I want to know how did my campaign perform across all of these different platforms, across all these different screens. And I want to be able to have all of that information in a planning system so that I can create that media plan, estimate what it's going to deliver, flight it, and then be able to report on it, post on it, and then get a bill from whoever the media seller is. And, and therein lies the problem And that, the, well, the good thing is there's all these data sets, there's, there's nothing bringing it all together. Um, and there's different vendors, which is, which is great because it's fostering competition, which is a good thing, um, and, and hopefully more innovation down the road. Um, but then you end up with different methodologies, different data sets, different approaches, uh, and, and that kind of, uh, doesn't lend itself to that standardization and, and industry adoption. And, and it's not the case, despite what lots of very tech savvy people have said that we're all going to be switching to streaming. People are still <laughs> consuming very large amounts of linear te television. And yeah. for many people, that is the main way they consume video. So, but then there are some people who only consume streaming. So trying to marry all these different data sets, sets and systems, it's got to be a, a, a huge challenge. Exactly. Um, linear is still very uh, much out there in the ecosystem and uh, all the younger generations are streaming to a greater degree than the older generations. Um, you know, we know for our market in New York, about 40% are still uh, watching on linear. Um, so it, it's, uh, it's still a good chunk of that viewing. And you need to, you know, when creating media plans right now, you can't discount it. You need to be in both places. You need to have linear as a portion of that media plan and have streaming, especially because we know about a third in our market are um, termed as cordless. It's not really cordless because you still have the, the pipe coming into the home uh, somehow through some sort of provider, right? Um, but in order to reach those, you know, cordless people, uh, you need to have them in your media plan as well, because they're not watching linear and that's fine. Um, but you, you want to include them both so that you're, you're reaching linear people, reaching the streaming people and you're reaching people like in my home where, uh, we're corded plus streaming. Excellent. So before we get into the, the solutions that you see for this, this problem, let's talk about actually what the, the end goal is, like, what is the goal of having this kind of accurate data for video measurement? Right. Well, and accurate is the key word, right? It has to be accurate. It has to be reliable. It has to be stable. It has to have industry agreement. Uh, and, you know, we rely on in the media industry, an organization like the MRC to provide accreditation. 
Uh, so everyone can see that everything has been vetted and everyone can agree that this is the way to go. Um, so you need all of that. And transparency is really key as well. You know, as you're vetting different vendors, you know, everything needs to be explained, explained well. And so you understand how they're doing what they're doing, why they're doing what they're doing. You know, if anything seems black box, it's that's just a big red flag and, and you don't want to go there. But um, that is the end goal is to, to have linear, to have, you know, even OTA over the air, those people exist too, right? They don't have a cable um, or a satellite uh, system. Um, but you want to get the streaming, all of that in one place. Um, so, you know, again, it comes down to all these different data sets are out there, but how do we, how do you collect it all? How do you somehow standardize, you know, what is the definition of an impression? Um, how do you get it all into these different systems? Because that's the other piece is we're all working with uh, different um, planning systems or third-party processors um, to, to evaluate all the data to create these media plans. And you need to make sure that it's all operable. It's all, so you start with the accurate, reliable industry agreement and all that, but then you got to put it somewhere. So it has to feed into these different systems that, that you're working with on the south side, that the buyers are working with on their side, um, so that you're all operating from these, you know, the same starting point, these same inputs, and, and follow that all the way through all of your tech stack so that you can post on it, so that you can bill on it. And again, like everybody's just trying to, you know, piece it together. Um, there's no system now that has syndicated streaming data from everywhere. Um, you know, Nielsen has some data, the OEMs have their data, um, but there's no, there's no way now to look at it like linear. Like I could tell you now, I know, you know, Tuesday night on FX, X number of people watched this show or um, or typically, you know, eight to nine o'clock on, on FX delivers, you know, X number of impressions. It's harder to do that with streaming uh, when you have all these different kind of data sets. So that's, that is the goal is to have it all in one place. So we could kind of get back to operating the way we've been for linear, um, but being able to look at it from that cross-platform perspective, just because part of it is also your media mix. People are trying to figure out, you know, well, what portion should go to linear and what portion should go to streaming? Um, what should that frequency be? Um, and, and in somewhat of a test and learn approach as we are doing, as everyone's kind of doing um, in the industry of, you know, what works best for your objective. Um, but it's, it's, um, it's kind of a puzzle now, uh, but like I said, everyone's kind of doing the best that they can with the sources that are out there. But let's talk about like doing the best that they can. So what, as far as you're aware, is currently the, the, the approach that people are taking when it comes to trying to trying to make sense of all these different data sets? Yeah. Well, I think um, there is a reliance on Nielsen now for, for linear. They did roll in uh, only households. They did it for national a while back on the local side. So they just did it for local in January of this year. But you can't, it doesn't have the granularity that you need. So you can only go so far with it when it comes to streaming. 
Um, but people are relying it, we're transacting on it. So that is the, the, the measurement standard. Um, for digital, what people are doing is using first party or third party uh, impression data to pace their campaigns and see you know, how is it performing over the course of the flight. Um, and then for, for actual reporting and billing and, and all of that. Um, so, and then from a, if you want to put it all together, you know, then you have to take all of this information and you have to dedupe it because there could be, you know, households both. Um, so what you can do is go through um, these uh, companies like a, a live ramp or an Experian, a safe haven matching partner. Um, they can do all that deduping. And then you can see, you know, from that overall holistic perspective, you know, what was my reach for, you know, TV only? What was my reach for digital only? What was my reach for TV and digital? And you can use that, all that same information when you're looking at attribution. So you have to be able to, for attribution, have the exposure data from the, the TV, from the streaming, send it all to these safe haven matching partners, and, and then they can do all that deduping, send you back the data and do the analysis. So then you can get those metrics and see how well your campaign performed. And if you want to measure the outcome, you can do that as well. And then you're doing those joins between exposure and whether it's, you know, did they buy the product? Did they walk into the store? Did they go to the website? Did they download the app? You know, whatever that outcome is and, and uh, you know, look at that analysis that way. So you can really see, you know, did I move product off the shelf essentially? So it, it sounds to me like a fairly complicated process with a lot of steps to it is that one of the problems with the with this like it, it sounds like there is a lot of a lot of things you need to do to be able to get actionable data when in a world of streaming like you need to be able to respond fairly quickly like you don't know exactly what's going to be the next big hit on streaming so you need to be able to react quickly to what is people are consuming and responding to i assume that's yeah. got to be a big challenge yeah, well, I think when you're, it starts with what your products are that you're selling as a media seller, you know, what inventory that you have. Um, and then there's also, you know, um, companies out there that are aggregators that you can utilize to provide that kind of reach extension and, and digital extension. Um, it is a lot of steps. <laughs> we rely on our operations team heavily for you know, getting all of that straight um, so that my team can do all the reporting and the analysis. Um, but it's the good thing is I feel like the roadmap is there and companies have been doing it for years and, you know, piecing things together, doing attribution, um, doing matching all these data sets. You know, now you, you have, you know, um, organizations out there that are, um, people are putting their data into the clean rooms and all that where um, so it's essentially, you know, providing those IDs in whatever form it is, and then you can do all these different joins. So um, it, it has been going on. It's not a new thing, um, but when you're doing the joins, you're doing the attribution, it is a lot of steps. You have to make sure that, you know, the number of records that you sent, they receive the, the right number of records, or as it goes through the funnel, um, you know, from that that initial universe and then down down through the funnel that it makes sense like, okay, you know, once this match happens and then this match happens and then, you know, where do you end up and, that, and does that make sense? And, and you have to do that to make sure that, 
your attribution analysis, um, you know, it is correct, right? So I started with this number of records, but I should have ended up with X. And, and if I didn't, something's wrong and backtrack. Um, and, it, and it requires cooperation. So all of the partners involved, uh, whether it's whoever's providing the ad exposure data, the outcome data, um, all of that, you know, has to happen. So you have to have agreements in place. Um, you have to, you know, be really tight with all these partners because it does take some time, but you're trying to move things as quickly as possible. So you're doing all these checks along the way. The setup is really, really, really important. Um, you know, even internally, you have to make sure those conversations are happening so that everybody is operating, you know, with the same information. Uh, but like I said, it is it is doable, and and companies have been um, executing as such for years. So so that's that's the good part, I would say. It, it's certainly doable because, as you say, yeah, companies are are doing it. But there's got to be a better way. So let's talk about what is the roadmap for a, a a better way of approaching video measurement. To my mind, it sounds like there's two main options. There's standardization, which would require an agreement between all the different media providers um, to actually standardize the data and be willing to share the data, or a tech vendor avenue, some kind of technological advancement that allows them to process all this all these different types of data effectively and get some kind of proper attribution out of it, or ideally a combination of the two. Like, what what are your thoughts on where things are going? Yeah, so like I said, I, I'm optimistic because I think there's a lot of smart people in this industry and uh, there's a lot of good vendors as well who are, are doing it in some way, shape or form. And it, there's a need for everybody to get this right. And it'll only benefit the buyers and sellers. So I think what has to happen at this point is within the industry, laying out what those requirements and what those needs are. And then, you know, I think there's a, a, a boatload of cash out there for the vendor to answer the call. Uh, and, and I think they can do it because some of them are, are doing it partially. It's just kind of getting it, you know, across the finish line. Um, so I, I know that there's, um, there's discussions going on, there are meetings going on. Um, in trying to get everyone together on this from the buy side and the sell side. So it's not going to be, you know, this year and maybe not next year, but I think it will be, um, you know, it's going to take a few years to get this done the right way. But I, I, the good news is we, we all know what needs to be done. We all know here's all these different data sets. Here's the way we should be doing it. Um, the standardization that needs to be happening, um, you know, combining things like set-top box and ACR data. I mean, even with an ACR data, um, you know, these different companies have different, um, you know, you're basically matching the image to their library of content. So the libraries can be different across different ACR vendors. So how do, if there's a way to standardize that, use one set of metadata, like things like that, you know, what are those fundamentals that have to happen? Um, and, and again, we know that that's one of the, the issues, right? So if we get everybody to agree, like these are the four things that have to come together um, and, and get everybody kind of hands in a circle on this to, to benefit the organization and, and uh, methodologies and, and all of that, I, 
I think that's going to be the way to go. And hopefully we'll have, I would love to have one, one kind of methodology going forward. I know there's been talk over the last, you know, six months or so about, are we going to have, you know, multiple currencies in the marketplace? And, you know, maybe, I think that remains to be seen, but, you know, how is that going to work when you're working with this agency or this, you know, seller, it's, it's, you know, this approach. And then when you're working with this buyer, this, you know, it's another approach. And, and then that's an added cost to everybody as well. So now I got a budget for two of them or three of them, you know, that's a lot of money. Right. And, and before you even get there, it's understanding what it is and what is their approach and what is their methodology and how does that benefit, you know, your organization or the numbers higher or lower versus the other one. Right. Um, so so I, I think there there's a lot of progress, but the, the standardization is definitely key. The accreditation is definitely key. Um, and I think it will happen over time. But we're kind of starting down that road. And I, I know that on the national side, some on the local side, but I know on the national side, there are some vendors that, you know, are partnering with um, larger network groups um, for these, you know, kind of an alternate currency, if you will. Um, so we'll kind of have to see how that plays out. Um, but there's, there's no standard right now. There's nobody, you know, with the, the holy grail approach quite yet. and it's definitely going to be a benefit not just to companies but to the to the the, the media companies as well um sure. like um especially with more and more streaming services rolling out ad support packages like netflix has just recently launched their their ad support packages media buyers need to know the data behind what's getting watched and where their ads are going so they need to start being more transparent as well they're going to actually start making money from selling advertising space right exactly yeah with netflix launching and disney soon i think that's the eighth is what i had on my notes um so yeah i mean they're entering the space so ctv itself is is you know while the viewership has um kind of flattened out the time spent on uh, ctv is, is increasing but yet it's you know more pools of inventory out there for sellers um so and buyers, you know, to, to plan on. Um, so yeah, it's just going to keep increasing, you know, with all these different sources out there and, and it's just to everybody's advantage to get this right. So with this in mind, with everything looking like people want it to move in this direction, do we have maybe a time frame of when we're going to see the, see the promised land of this yeah, ultimate video I, measurement landscape? I, I don't have a specific time frame. I would say, I would say there's probably going to be substantial progress next year in getting the ball rolling, in getting people, buyers and sellers coming to the table and having those conversations, you know, getting those requirements laid out. Those conversations are, are happening now um, and will roll into next year, but it will be reliant on the, the vendors themselves to, to invest in it. Like I said, there's, um, I think there's a lot of cash out there for the one who does invest in it and finds these solutions and, and creates the partnerships and, and works with the MRC and, and all of that. So we're looking to them to, to do that. You know, it's not gonna be, you know, 
all the sellers necessarily. I know there are some that are, you know, kind of the larger network organizations that are, you know, kind of creating some of their uh, uh, approaches with other vendors. But um, I would say um, progress next year and then maybe something more substantial by 2024. That would be my, my guess. That, that, that does sound promising. I mean, I know similar processes take far longer, so that does sound promising. But in the, in the meantime, are there certain steps that CMOs can be taking to sort of move things along besides just pestering vendors and writing letters to, to media companies to say, let's get this sorted. Like what, what can CMOs be doing now, maybe within their own organizations to think better about yeah. being well, measurement? I think for now it's operating, kind of getting it done and doing that piecing together that as best you can, asking all the right questions of the seller, of the vendor, so that you know, you know, what you're working with, the data sets that you're working with, the methodologies. So you can do it now. Um, but to move forward from, from that more industry perspective, um, I would say that the marketers, make sure your voice is heard, make sure you're part of these um, large organizations that are facilitating the larger meetings and the RFPs and the conversations. Um, so make sure that, you know, your needs are, are um, vocalized. Um, and because it's, it's usually... Um, you know, the, the people who need the data, like those are the ones that have the better perspective on here's what we need from the vendors. The vendors, I think they have an idea of what they should be doing, but they need to be listening to the marketers. They need to be listening to the seller. So make sure your voice is heard and get out there and, and get connected so that um, you can be, you know, ushering this through this evolution over the next few years. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, we're all doing what we can uh, with the data sets that we have. Great stuff. Um, so that's a that's a great call to action for all the marketers out there. Let, let's probably lay down the gauntlet for the vendors and, and media companies. Like what, let's tie everything there. What exactly do we need, Betsy, to the, like bring everything together? Yeah, so I think part of it is the, the larger data sets plus panel. Panel's important. Uh, it's good to calibrate against the larger data sets, but scale is an issue, compliance is an issue, um, but I think you need both pieces. So, uh, you know, with set-top box, you know, with panel, with ACR, with OTA, gathering all that data is one thing. Um, making sure that the systems themselves can handle all of it. Um, and, and creating that planning system that can pull it all in and create a media plan. So, you know, for streaming, you have to be able to tap into um, the inventory that is available uh, as a seller. So what inventory do you have that can feed in? Um, if, it's, if it's inventory that, you know, you're not selling, well, that's helpful, but, uh, you know, I'm not gonna create a media plan on somebody else's inventory. Um, and that's kind of it too, right? National versus local is one thing, you know? So, um, you know, it has to be your inventory. It has to go into that system so that I can create that correct media mix so that I can estimate, you know, your, your R&F within that media plan. Um, that's really important. And then have all of that data needs to flow through your entire tech stack. Um, I need to be able to bill it at the end of the day. So, it's, you know, I need to plan on those impressions, um, cross-platform impressions. I need to be able to report it out and I need it to go to my billing team so that they can create an invoice. 
Um, so how do we get all those data sets in one place? How do you, you know, clean up all the data? Like I was saying, like, um, you know, what constitutes an impression? Um, and uh, even down to the types of ads. So, you know, there's live streaming ads. A lot of times what you're seeing streaming is a network's national ad. Uh, there's also a dynamic ad insertion, not measured by, you know, one of the major measurement companies now. Um, how do we get that in there? Like that has to happen. If you're selling DAI, I need to be able to, to plan on DAI, right? That has to be in there. Um, so how do we get that measured as well? That would be, you know, a call to action for one of these vendors to do. And that's, that's really important. Um, so it has to flow through and it, it not only vendors for measurement, but like I said, for these planning systems. Um, and then on top of that, you know, with these larger data sets, that allows you to, you know, onboard target seg segments so you can create that target. So, you know, people in the market for, you know, an SUV or, or whatever it is. Um, and then be able to, um, you know, fight that campaign against it. You know, what is that count? You know, where am I targeting? What are the networks? You know, however you're doing it, um, that has to happen too. So you need these systems to be able to onboard it, you know, um, run out the information that you need, like a network ranker or whatever it is, um, so that you can then act on it and fight your campaign accordingly. So, so that capability has to be there too. It's, it's not just, you know, measuring who is watching. Um, in the era now of audience-based buying and selling, you need to be able to onboard um, all that, uh, all your target segments so that you can fight against it. Um, so that's important too. And, and that's something I would want to be included. So it sounds like, it sounds like a lot, but the <laughs> reward at the end is well worth yeah. it. What, what do you say is waiting for the person who's going to invest uh, the time and money into creating this? Oh my goodness. I, I think, you know, first it's, they have to get all the requirements, build it and all that, which of course will take time. That's why it's not going to be a, a quick thing, obviously. Um, but to, to be, you know, kind of that new standard currency and have everybody on board would be amazing. I think, you know, who, if, if you can stand by it, it's accurate, reliable, stable, um, has all these different capabilities. And I know it's, I'm probably, I have a really, you know, long list of, of asks, um, but you try, right? You have to start somewhere and, and you can just keep iterating from there um, and, and layer on and build out uh, other modules or things that you need to do. But, um, you know, like I said, there, there's smart people in this industry and in on the vendor side, on the sell side, on the buy side. Um, we can do this, we can do this together. Uh, it is possible. We just have to, you know, keep taking steps forward every day. That's a great note to end on there, Betsy. Thank you very much for joining me today. As I said at the beginning of the episode, video measurement is going to be more and more important for CMOs and marketers over the coming years with the tough economy that we're going to be facing. So thank you very much for joining me today, Betsy. Um, I'm sure our audience really appreciates it too. Um, great. Thank Thanks you for having me. Sorry, Betsy. Um, Thank you to our audience as well. Um, we'll be back soon with some more CMO combos. Like what you heard from this CMO combo? Make sure you hit that subscribe button and leave a rating so the whole world knows how great it was.